Hello everybody. Welcome to Courts this week on Live Law. I'm Tanya Pandey and every week I bring the latest judgments from last week for you. To stay updated about what all happened in the Supreme Court and other courts in India, subscribe to Live Law and click the bell icon to not miss a single video from us. Let's go over the Supreme Court judgments first. The Supreme Court has observed that there can be a conviction solely based upon the dying declaration without corroboration. If the court is satisfied that the dying declaration is true and voluntary, it can base its conviction on it without corroboration. The bench comprising of justices M R Shah and B V Nagaratna observed. The court made this observation while restoring the conviction of the murderer accused recorded by the trial court. The Supreme Court on 1st February continued hearing arguments in a plea filed by a woman additional district judge of Madhya Pradesh who raised a sexual harassment complaint against a then sitting MP High Court judge seeking reinstatement into service on the ground that her resignation was due to coercive circumstances. On the last occasion senior advocate Ms Indira Jaising appearing on behalf of the petitioner had argued that she was transferred in violation of the extant transfer policy Ms Jaising asserted that she was compelled to resign as she was faced with hostile transfer orders for not succumbing to the demands of the judge Ms Jaising also expressed her dismay that there exists no policy to enable a judge to make a complaint of sexual harassment at the workplace the court has reserved the judgment The issue whether a single judge of the Supreme Court can exercise powers under Article 142 of the Constitution to pass a decree of divorce on the basis of mutual consent has been referred to a larger bench by a single bench of Justice Krishna Murari. It may be noted that on September 17, 2021, a single bench of Justice Abhay's Oka had passed an order holding that a single judge cannot annul marriage exercising powers under Article 142. However in some cases single judges have passed orders dissolving marriages by invoking article 142 powers In the Supertech Emerald Court Twin Tower demolition matter the Supreme Court has directed that payment of the amounts of refund as computed by the amicus curiae shall be made to the home buyers on or before February 28th Where home loans are outstanding the developer shall clear the home loans on or before 31st March and furnish NOCs from the concerned financial institutions to the home buyers no later than April 10th and in respect of those home buyers who have entered into settlements with the developer the settlement shall govern the rights and obligations of the respective parties the supreme court has reiterated that the liberalized active retirement scheme for guaranteed employment for safety staff notified by the railways and known as the largest scheme provides an avenue for backdoor entry into service and is contrary to the mandate of article 16 which guarantees equal opportunity in matters of public employment in this case the bench of justices dy chandrachur and as gopanna was considering civil appeals assailing the madras high court's judgment dated march 21 2018 by which the high court had directed the railways to consider granting appointment to the ward of the worker who was working as a senior trolley man in any post in CEE 1 and below categories and 
order dated September 3, 2019, by which the High Court had held that though the largest scheme was terminated since the ward's father superannuated prior to 27 January 2017, the benefit of the scheme could be extended to him. In a case before the Supreme Court, the petitioner had been convicted by the Sessions Court and sentenced to undergo life imprisonment for murder and one year for the offence punishable under the Arms Act 1959. The petitioner had filed an application before the Punjab and Haryana High Court seeking suspension of sentence, which was dismissed. But at the same time, the High Court had directed that the petitioner shall not approach the court before a minimum period of three years. from the date of conviction the bench of justices dinesh maheshwari and vikramnath annulled that part of the order which debarred the petitioner from exercising his statutory right of seeking suspension of execution of the sentence for a particular period the supreme court has observed that an award passed by the lok adalat is not a compromise decree This observation was made by the bench of justices K M Joseph and P S Narsimha in its judgment holding that an award passed by a lok adalat under section 20 of the Legal Services Authorities Act 1987 cannot be the basis for redetermination of compensation as contemplated under section 28 capital A of the Land Acquisition Act 1894 It is now time to take a look at the important judgments from the high courts In a significant judgment delivered on 4th February, the Guwahati High Court has upheld the constitutionality of the law passed by the Assam Assembly in 2020 to convert state-funded madrasas called provincialized madrasas into general schools. The High Court upheld the constitutional validity of the Assam Repealing Act 2020. A division bench of Chief Justice Sudhanshu Dhulia and Justice Somitra Saikia dismissed a writ petition filed by 13 petitioners. who were either president of the managing committees or the donors mutwallis of the lands on which the madrasas were built the delhi high court is continuing to hear a batch of petitions challenging the exception to section 375 of the indian penal code which exempts forceful sexual intercourse by a man with his own wife from the offence of rape senior advocate colin gonzalez representing one of the petitioners argued before a bench of justice rajiv shankar and justice c hari shankar that while determining the constitutionality of exception 2 to section 375 of the indian penal code it was not necessary to consider how the offence of marital rape will be proved he said that the trial courts will decide that question and the jurisprudence in that regard will be developed by the trial court once marital rape has been criminalized stating that statutorily there exists no prohibition on child witnesses to depose in criminal or civil cases except when the child does not understand the questions put to them the punjab and haryana high court has observed that when a child fully understands the questions and can provide answers regarding the same rationally then the testimony of the child witness can be the sole reason for conviction the bench of justices ritu bahari and ashok kumar varma further observed that the high courts must only interfere in such cases where it becomes apparent from the record that the trial courts have erred in regarding the child as a reliable witness the delhi high court has held that a trustworthy testimony of a child witness is sufficient to record a conviction under the pocso act at the same time the court struck a note of caution that the testimony has to be evaluated more carefully 
The observation was made by Justice Manoj Kumar Ohri while hearing an appeal against conviction under Section 12 of the Pocso Act, which pertains to sexual harassment upon a child. The Allahabad High Court on 3rd February said that mere incorporation of Section 307 IPC in the FIR and charge sheet, which pertains to attempt to murder, would not be a bar to the compromise entered into between the parties to put an end to the disputes between them. Observing this, the bench of Justice Subhash Vidyarthi allowed a Section 482 CRPC application filed by the applicants seeking quashing of the summoning order in a case registered under several provisions of the IPC. That's all for today. I'll see you next week and I appreciate you joining us today. I am Tanya Pandey and you're watching Courts this week on Live Law. Have a wonderful day. Subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from Live Law.